Welcome back to Anger, Bread, and Revolution. My name is Brooke, also known as Bork, and my life is ruled by avocados. Amazing. Thank you. Um, I'm Nicole, also known as Big Dick Nick, or you can call me BDN for short, and I think purple is too literal. So, welcome back to another <laughs> episode, folks. Um, if you don't know, Anger, Bread, and Revolution is a podcast where we're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. And we will get off topic, so welcome to the podcast. Yeah. This is it. Um, Nicole, do you want to catch us up on some things that have been going on in your life? Yeah, so recently, pretty recently actually, we've been, well the 4th just passed, so we celebrated a great 4th. Well, we didn't really celebrate it because America... We, we don't problem. like you. No, we have problems with America. But the weekend's fun to celebrate. Weekend was great. Weekend was great. Um, and then we've been getting really into music. Oh, I yeah. specifically have been getting really into concept albums. If you don't know what a concept album is, do you want to explain that? Sure. It's an album, so it is an album that has a continuous theme throughout the whole thing. So, like, there are certain motifs or, like, top, like, mm. There's, like, a topic. Like, a topic, yeah. <laughs> or, like... So, like, examples of that, we could say Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Band by The Beatles, a classic. A concept album. Concept album. Also, Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. Oh, that one, that one transcends you, transports That one you. lifts you to the astral plane. You, you vibrate at a different frequency. Yeah, definitely felt that. Listen to that one all the way through. Yeah, amazing album. Mm-hmm. We've also been just getting into new music a lot recently. Yeah. Like, I'm just... A fan of all things that have really strong guitar, a really good bass line. Mm-hmm. Bass lines really get me. And, like, it's that, like, twangy guitar, like, the, like, do-do-do, you know, mm-hmm. where it sounds like it's, like, almost like a steel drum. Yes. I love that guitar. You know the one. I do. But we've been getting in a lot of new music. Mm-hmm. Try to, trying to teach myself guitar. You are. Yeah. But how's your 10 minutes every day thing going for 10 days? You know, I, um, I did it once. Okay. Two days ago, and then life kind of got in the way. Okay. And then going to get back up on that tomorrow, so we'll let you know. Okay, yeah. so not ten consecutive days, but ten days will happen. Yeah, ten days will happen eventually. I have faith in you. I I'm think, excited to see your growth. Yeah. Hopefully there will be growth instead of just nothing, you know? Well, I know. Instead of just that's... still having a guitar and not knowing how to play it, you know? Yeah. But at least you have a tuner and... A set of strings. A set of strings. That I'm ready. I'm ready for if a string breaks. Don't know how to put a new string on, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. That's why they have YouTube videos. That's exactly why they have YouTube videos. That's why YouTube was made. I don't think YouTube was made for any other reason than that. Than to figure out how to put guitar strings on a guitar and how to cook things. Or how to skateboard. That's how I learned. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so YouTube, the place where you learn things. That's so good. Yeah. Your slogan, absolutely. I should be on their marketing team. I think you should. Fuck the psychology degree. Yeah, no, I don't need that. Mm -mm. No, I should probably just... Well, I don't know if I can be the head of a marketing team without a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know either. Internet companies are weird. People do whatever they want. You're right. Well, usually come out of garages. I don't know why garages. Like Like Steve Jobs? Yeah, and like... Jeff Bezos, right, came out of Amazon? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't trust what he does. I don't trust is. Jeff Bezos. But, like, why a garage? Don't you have any other rooms? 
Yeah. In the house. Like, you could convert an old bedroom. Or, like, a, your own bedroom or, like, a basement. Like, there's always a room in a house that no one goes into. And also, where are their cars if not in the garages? Outside the garages. Then why have a garage? You know, you're asking the right questions here. Okay. Well, on, on that note, you know what, what questions I want answered? Please tell me. Questions about crystals and witches. I have some thoughts about crystals and some thoughts about witches. Um, Would you like to start? Oh, yeah. Okay, first, let me just give you... Let me answer the question that we're all wondering. Yeah. Or maybe just me. Maybe you as well. Okay. Do they they work? No. They don't? No. Okay, so (laughs) they're really just fossilized resins, resins, minerals, usually quartz. That's what most crystals are. And they're... If you hold them or place them on your body, the thought is that it, it promotes physical, emotional, and spiritual healing. Rocks, man. Rocks. Rocks. <laughs> Supposedly interacting with your body's energy field or chakra. Okay. So, I have some thoughts about crystals. Sure. My first thought is I think none of that is true. Okay. That's, yeah, well. Because, you know, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I've never held like, a stone and been like, wow, I can feel my chakras opening up. I don't know. It just, like, I know, okay, I, okay. I know a lot of people, like, love them and, like, they set them by their windowsill and, like, the moon recharges them at night. I know all that jazz. I know all of it. And, like, people swear by them. But I'm like, if you're, do you really need a rock to, okay, but that's the thing. Is it, like, the whole thing I feel like is a placebo effect. That's all that it is. It's, if you believe it'll work, it'll work. And because you're just a cynic? I am, yes. In general? Yes. I've never held a crystal. You've never had, a, you've never held like, a geode or anything? Not one that's supposedly supposed to be, like, a healing or oh. sort of energy. Never. When I was younger, we have a lot of rocks at my house. <laughs> um, I used to go around with a hammer and just whack at them and see if they would crack open and a geode would be in them. Did you ever find any? No. But it was a good, it was a valiant effort okay. by me with, little me with a hammer, just pounding rocks my I childhood. I can see you doing that now, actually. I think I would. If I had, if I was in, in an area where geodes were common, mm-hmm. I think i just set off in a, with a hammer and just go for it. a regular hammer? Do they have rock hammers? I don't, I don't know. I know you probably need like a, like. A chisel? Yeah. But, like, no. We just go straight hammer. If it opens, it opens. If, if the world wants it to be open, it will be open. There you go. If there's a will, there's a way. Anyways, back to crystals. Oh, um, so there was a study done. Yeah. It's a fake study. Okay. Basically. Let me sum it up for you. This quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now, this study is just, like, they had both real and fake crystals, which don't understand... How you can have a fake crystal. Yeah, I don't... But people that held them were first told, going into this, that they might feel odd sensations, such as tingling, heat, and vibrations, and whatever, with them, with their bodies. And so that's exactly what people felt, because if you tell them yeah. what's going to happen, then they're looking for it, or... and Expecting Expecting it, it or can, like, make it up in your mind, so... Okay, basically, fake study, placebo effect. And also, when have you ever held a rock or something that you have felt heat or vibrations? You know? Like, 
Never. N- never. You know, have you ever heard of euperlites? Euperlites, no. Oh, there's these rocks found in Michigan's Upper Peninsula where if you put a black light to them, they'll glow. That's really cool. Yeah. I don't... Okay. That is really cool. I really appreciate your, your factual knowledge here. But do they vibrate to produce heat when you hold them? That's the question. I've held one and I have not felt okay. vibrations and or heat. You've heard it here first, folks. No vibrations or heat. But so, those are rocks, not crystals. Okay, but... Okay. Are crystals rocks? I don't know. <laughs> I, I They probably have... They have different, like, okay, well, they're different kind of rock. If we're really going to get into oh, it. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's just keep it, let's just keep it on the crystals. That was too big of a question. Yeah, you really were about to set me off there about different types of rocks. No, my, my From my eighth grade science class that I still remember. Oh. Anyways, so yeah, I don't believe in crystals. I would never buy a crystal, I don't think. Okay, but say you did. <sighs> okay, say I did. What kind of crystal would you get? Okay. I think, have you ever seen a bismuth? No. Okay, so they're, like, these really cool, they look almost like they were 3D printed, because it's, like, a bunch of squares that, like, get bigger and bigger, It's and they're all rainbow and silvery. Whoa. They're really cool. I don't know if they have any healing properties, or if they're considered, like, one of those healing crystals, but they just look really cool. I really like a bismuth. I'll have to look into those. Yeah. I think they're pretty cool. Maybe just to look at. Yeah. I, it like, okay. I would get, people like decorate their houses with crystals. With those big, have you those, seen those big rocks? Those big, yeah, like the big quartz. Those yeah. are pretty cool. With I would. like the inside? Yes. I, that's a geode. Oh. Yeah. The geodes are like the ones where it's like, you crack it inside, it's like hollow and like yeah. all the crystals are Love forming. those. Geodes are cool. I'd also get one of those like big crystal rocks. Yeah. Or quartz rocks, you know? Just to have. Just Maybe to, in an entryway. On a shelf with uh, a book, some bookends, maybe. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. A little, more, little I'm more on the interior design of crystals than the aligning my chakras, mm. to say. Yeah. Being cynical. Yeah. I'm not being cynical. I, I'm using them in a way that is benefiting me. Okay. Hence, interior design. What about you? What crystal would you buy? So I looked into crystals. Oh, she looked into There's it. There's this guy. <laughs> There's a guy. That I found. Healing Crystals 101. Oh. What's your source? Healthline. Ooh, I've used them for papers before, actually. <laughs> so, um, what I think I would go with... Okay, so first of all, if I'm going to purchase a crystal, I'm going to do my background research, but also do something very broad before I really hone in on maybe a specific crystal. Okay. So here's what... I'm thinking clear quartz. It okay. was the first one on their list, and I don't really feel like scrolling past that. Fair enough. Number Fair one. Enough. Two, it's considered a master healer. So it's said to amplify energy by absorbing, storing, releasing, and regulating it. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know why. But. And and if you can say it's like a master healer, couldn't you be like any like significant great change in your life? Be like, oh my God, it's because I got me crystal. Yeah. Okay. And if you're okay with that, then like. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just seems very broad and. You know, if I'm going to put my mind energy into thinking that this thing works, I want it to be working in every way possible. Yeah. Not just like for my You want it you want the most bang for your buck. Yeah. Is what you want. Yeah. Okay. No, fair enough. Thank you. Yeah. I mean I would I don't know. I would support 
your purchase of a crystal. But what, every time I would walk in your room, I would look at it and I'd be like, oh, there it is. Yeah. And then I'd be like, the rock, you know? <laughs> I'd be like, Nicole, today I had, <laughs> I woke up and I had a really good poop and it, it was because of the rock. Yeah. And I would be like, I'm really happy for you. And then I'd look at that rack and be like, look at the fucking problems you've caused. <laughs> You'd be like, no, it's because you ate good the day before. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, you had a lot of fiber. Yeah. You were really moving through. But no, if I got a rack, I think it would become why things are the way they no. are. No, I, yeah, I agree. I feel like you, you could dive headfirst into crystals. I feel like if you really wanted to, you could commit to that side of yourself. Yeah. I feel like I have a, a ton of sides. Yes. Recently... It's been skating, and then now I'm exploring more of my nature hippie side. Mm -hmm. So I think going along with that, it's only natural to, to, to get into to crystals. crystals. Yeah. No, fair. Fair enough. You're following the natural progressions of your... Right, but your... then where would I go? Would I turn into a witch? Let's talk about it. Let's. So, I figured out the difference between... So recently, I've been very into witches and wiccans they, i'm surprised you're not one i am i am surprised i'm not one too i feel like this would be like if i was to fall into any like fake science like magic-y thing mm -hmm. it would be witchcraft yeah because spooky vibes first of all yeah i i feel like i would like that power to be like hmm you know what i can do cast a spell on your ass you know? I could actually see you doing this, just, like, setting up the whole thing, like, yeah. on your floor late at night, just candle lit. Yeah. Like. So no one cross me. Yeah. No one cross me. You're because getting witches after you. Nicole will look into spells. I would. But, so, okay. So then when I was talking about witches, we were talking about, you know, there's also Wiccans. Didn't understand the difference to it, of it until I understood, or until I looked up that Wicca is a religion. It's a pagan religion. And then witchcraft is a practice. So you can, so you can probably be both. I don't really know a lot about the Wicca religion. I don't either, either, but Wicca's, okay. You can be a witch and not a Wicca, but if you're a Wicca, do you have to be a witch? I don't think so. Oh. I think because it's, because it's a religion. So like you don't really have, you know. Yeah. You don't have to be the, you don't have to be a Wicca to be a witch, basically. Right. right. Okay, that's what we, yeah, we've established that. But I have I, I applaud the work they do. What do they do? I don't know. But they, I feel like Wiccas, Wiccans, whatever, Wiccans, I feel like they're more about, like, healing and, like, being, because most pagan religions are, like, worshipping the gods because of, like, the, oh, the harvest, or, like, ooh, this, and then boom, boom, boom. So it's kind of like that. So there's, like, a bunch of gods, and you, you know, you pray or, like, worship to whatever one you want the outcome of, right? Right. As most pagan religions are. Where witchcraft is like, let's just do some shit. And I and I am a connoisseur of just doing shit. Just doing shit. Yeah. I will do anything if it's offered to me. No, that's no. a lie. I will do most things if they're offered to go. me. You know? She has boundaries. Yeah. It's like, you know, why not? Yeah, that's how I've been living my life recently. I think that's the best way to live life recently. Yeah. Because, one, there's no responsibilities right now. None. For me, well, at least. Well, I have, have schoolwork. Yes. You're in online classes right now. Yeah. I am just going wherever the wind takes me. <laughs> Away from your guitar. Away from my guitar, obviously, <laughs> which was probably my only responsibility that I put on myself. 
Yeah, haven't done that. That's okay. You'll get back to it. Uh, yeah. I'll, I will play a song by the end of the summer. That's my goal. You can do it. I think I can. I just have to decide what song is easy enough to play. Honestly, a lot of them just... Just a few chords. Just a few chords. And, and then strumming pattern. The magic really happens in your heart. And how yes. you perform. Yes. Yes. No, you're totally right. I feel like... Ooh, I feel like I need... Since it's an acoustic car... Guitar car. It's an acoustic guitar. <laughs> I need to set up this whole like indie like like almost Mac DeMarco mixed with like old timey like acoustic, you know, vibes, like Bob Dylan mm-hmm. and just like make that my persona. Yeah. I think your bucket hat would pair wonderfully. You're right. A bucket hat a bucket hat, I'm thinking like a flannel. Always. And like a, a tank top and then like some bucky pants. Just utility pants. Utility pants. Dickies. 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 If you don't have dickies, how the fuck are you going to hold your hammer when you have to go out on the town? When you're geode hunting, where are you going to put your hammer when, you know, you got to pick up, pick up the kids from school? With utility pants, the need for a bag is abs- none. You don't, you have all of the pocket space. That's literally, yes. And being... A woman, and growing up without pockets, discovering utility pants right now has been probably the greatest thing to ever happen to me. I think I would have to agree with that statement. Because it's like... Every time I'm just astonished at how deep they go. How deep they go and how much I can bring with me with, while having my hands free. And also belt loops. Belt loops. Why don't, why don't pants have belt loops sometimes? I've never understood that. Why would you not want a belt. I, why would you not want your pants to stay on? I don't know. Because, like, sometimes, okay, you want to get into a, want to hear a story? Yeah. So, when I was younger, I was a chubby child, and I had, I always had, like, wore jeans and stuff, and, like, I always would, like, bend over, and my butt crack would show. Right. And so, when I was in, like, second or third grade, I, like, went to after school care or whatever. It's called Friendship Center, and there was this kid there. I don't even remember his name, but I remember he went to a Catholic private school after uh, public elementary school, and I was like, I hated him. And he would always make fun of me because my butt crack would show, and then, or like, whatever. And then I only started wearing, and then my fly was down one time. Oh. I was I was in, like, second or third You don't grade. even know what's going on. Exactly. I'm just a small child exposed to this world, right. you know? He would always make fun of me for that. So then I started buying pants that didn't have a zipper, and, like, they were just pretty much, like, jeggings. And, were like... They- were they um, gauchos? No, they weren't gauchos. Oh, they were jeans. But I was wearing gauchos in second grade. Were you really? I don't remember. What I don't remember when I drew the line and said no more gauchos. I just know in elementary school I was for sure wearing gauchos. Yeah, I remember. Do you remember Justice? <sighs> that was the only store that I shopped at. It My- felt weird having to like graduate to Aeropostale mm-hmm. or Abercrombie or Hollister or whatever because. I don't know, they had to be named brands, but yeah. before that, Justice, and their camis, I would layer, like, three of them. For what? I don't know. I would put a cami on, and then put a t-shirt over, and then tie it with a hair tie. Yes. That was the look, dude. My mom used to call Justice stripper clothes for kids. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, because of all the glitter. Yeah. 
I bought these like hand warmer things from Justice. Oh. I I wanted to be so emo and goth my like when I was a young child. Like I didn't understand that alternative. Like you could just be like whatever. Yeah. You could just dress like an indie person. No, not you. No, I was like I had these black and white arm warmers that I wore all the time, and they were striped, and I felt so cool. And I had these skull converse that I literally wore every day. Okay. Hear me out. Bring it back. I on mm, the arm warmers. Yeah. That's a statement piece, or just like one. Yeah. Just like always, like have your like oh. a fishnet arm. Ooh. You know, with like bangles. Yes. <laughs> wow, we're really bringing this back. I honestly would do it. I would do it at least once. At least once. Go out to the bars and just be like, "Hey, you like my arm warmers?" Just like see how people react. Yes. See who comes up to me. Yeah. If anyone. If anyone. I have to also bring back the really dark eyeliner. Yeah. I was a big eyeliner person. Were you? Yeah, I do. I did it, like, all in my waterline and, like, around. And then, like, when I got into high school, I kind of moved away from the waterline, but I did, like, huge wings. I remember waking up so early for school. So early. Just to do my eyeliner so crappily that I had to keep going, and then it just got so big and I left it. And then I went to school like <laughs> yeah. that. I remember it took me, like, 20 minutes to do my eyebrows. Why? I don't know. And they looked awful. <laughs> they were awful. I looked at pictures of myself from high school recently. And I was like, one, who let me pluck my brows like that? Two, why did I fill them in like that? They were just like harsh triangles, half triangles on my forehead. I like, don't know, man. And then like, I remember even in the senior year, I still put makeup on. And then every oh, day. Yeah. And I was just like, I, like full face. And I was like. <sighs> Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear something funny? Yes. One night before bed, I was breaking out really bad around my mouth area. I think it was like hormones or something. And you know that like myth that you can put toothpaste on your acne and it yes. go away. Yes. Put it all over my mouth, and then woke up the next day. So I then I slept it. Oh my god. <laughs> woke up the next day with this red ring. I was going to say, did that just burn your face? Oh, one hundred percent, it did. That's not safe to put on your skin. And then this, someone walked up to me and they're like, are you okay? Like, you have a rash. And I couldn't tell them that I did it because I had zits. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, help. I have a rash. And I was like, yeah, it sucks. Oh, no. Yeah. So don't do that. Don't put, don't put toothpaste on your acne. It won't work. No. You have firsthand experience here. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. No, like, I learned. You learned the hard way. You really I'm did. I'm going to school the next day. Oh, my God. But you know what? I think moves very well, fits very well with witchcraft, is, like, magic and, like, superpowers. So, I tasked Brooke earlier today with coming up. I said we should come up with what superpowers we would have. So, Brooke would give me superpowers, and I would give Brooke superpowers. Yeah. Because I would, one, I think this is very fun to see what the other person thinks, and two, like, how accurate I think it would okay. be. Okay. Do you want to start or do you want me to? It's up to you. I can. Okay. So I have a few. Okay. Can I do that? Is that a lot? Yeah, no, I have a few too. Okay. The first one being just speed. Speed. So when I think of superpowers, I obviously think of the movie Incredibles and how Jack Jack is just like not Jack Jack. The, the other one. The, the other, other the yeah. other son. Yeah. He's just super fast. So fast. And the, your goals for most days are to just be long and be fast. Yes, they are. So speed is one. Mm -hmm. Getting places at exponential speeds also will help you because you're late. I'm late always. 
if you, if you want me to be on time for something, tell me it starts 20 minutes uh, before it does. Yeah. And then, then, I will then be on time. you'll be fashionably late. Yes. But I, it's okay. It's it's in my blood. My my dad is always late. My uncle is always late. My whole entire dad's side of the family is always late. And so, you know, I've upheld that tradition of being late. No, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Um, the other one, back to the Incredibles. Mrs. Incredible. Stretchy? Yeah. Just because, okay, because your limbs are already so long. They are. They... It would just make sense. You're right. I didn't even think about that. And, like, when you ever want, you have a bad habit of just placing things in different spots and then being upset when you have to get up and go grab You're them. You're right. So if you could just stretch your limbs out, or, like, because you live on the third floor of your place. I, everything could... could just be one step. Yeah. Or you could just run. Run. You're so right. So that's what I that's what I have. Okay. I actually had speed for you, too. Because I was like, we, you are an efficient woman. Everything is done fast. Like, yeah. Or, like, Brooke will go to the store and, like, go in there, like, have a list of, like, 20 things, be in there for 15 minutes, get them all, and come out. Yeah. Or get half of them and then just say... Fuck it. Fuck it, yeah. And then she's out of the store. Yeah. So I had speed for you. Thank you. And then also, because you've been exploring your hippie side, I was thinking this. Okay, I had, like, two. So first I was thinking, like, Storm from, like, X-Men, like, the weather, you know, kind I of thing. I would love like, that. Like, super in touch with, like, nature. Or my other nature thing was, like, controlling, like, trees or, like, plants and shit. I feel like that would be you. Yeah. I, okay, here's the thing. I love trees. I could just sit outside and do nothing but stare at them. But do I know anything about trees? No. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. I can just respect them. I can admire them. Don't need to dig into them. No. Just no. appreciate them for what just they are. Just let trees be trees. Mm-hmm. They don't need to have more depth than trees. They don't. No. Their depth is their roots. But crazy how big trees can get. So big. And Old. Old. Like, you look at, like, a full-size tree that's, like, just out and about, and it's probably been there for at least 100 years. At least. And it's, like, that's, it's crazy that they just, like, they just stay there and, like, keep going. Why do we take them down? Capitalism, man. Resources, supply and demand. Not that I agree with that. No. I think we should let trees be. Let trees be. We probably have the technology to invent fake wood. Oh, what do you, yeah. Laminate flooring? Exactly. I was going to say, like, linoleum? Don't they have, like, fake linoleum wood flooring? Right. Yeah, we don't really, like, we don't need the, like, expensive, like, redwood maple or, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, no. Just put, throw some shit down on the floor. All you do is walk on it. Right. It, like, why does it need to be nice? And why do we need to be taking resources away? I don't know. Also, I've talked about this with you before. The fact that we like to keep our lawns groomed, I think it's dumb. It's so stupid. Let the wild, like, plants and whatever's going to happen there just happen. Yeah. Grass is a weed. Yeah, and then also, it's, like, so much less work. Yeah. Like, you, okay, think about all the money you would save, like, with, like, landscaping or, like, if you hire people to mow your lawn and, like, that kind of stuff. You never have to think about it. You could just be like, wow, look at nature go off in my front yard. Yeah, I want to get to a place... Where it's acceptable to just have overgrown lawns, and that's how they're supposed to be. Yeah. No, I think in some cities it is like that. Like, you know, like, Min- or Minneapolis, like, a lot of the houses in the suburbs just have, like, these big, like, like free-flowing yards that have, like, all these, like, natural flowers and stuff. So I'm moving there. Yeah. Well, 
Maybe not. Maybe not. It's kind of cold there. Yeah. But it's beautiful. But if I can have a free lawn, if I get free lawns, then I'm sold. Honestly, yeah. Cause like, what? I hate yard work already. So like, if it literally limits it at all, I'd be fine. You know? It's just like the whole sense of more work. Like owning a house is already enough. Why would I want to yeah. take care of my lawn too? Oh, also like power washing houses to keep them clean. Why do we have to wash houses? They get rained on. Right. I don't understand that. I don't know. I think that being a homeowner is going to be a lot more work than I want. I feel like something's always breaking too. Oh, yeah. Especially if you get an older house. Yeah. You, you don't really know what's going on. And you hire people and they'll come in and they'll say, I don't know what's going on either. And then you have to hire another person and then it's just like... This isn't from experience. This is just me imagining. No, no. I feel like I feel like no one really knows what's going on with houses until you get like seven people in there and they like seven guys all standing around the same pipe being like, hmm. Yeah. All just looking at it and all nodding just, in agreement. Yes, yes. And then they'll say, all of this has to go. And then they're like, give me all your money yeah. to fix this thing, to fix this vital thing in this house that you live in. Mm-hmm. It's always like that, I feel like. Yeah. And they, things like, things like the air conditioning always break at the wrong time. Or toilets. Toilets. Yes. Always. Like, it's just so much work. And I feel like houses aren't really designed to, like, live in because shit breaks that people use. Like, like hair getting stuck in the shower drain. Like, why would we invent drains that, like, won't, that can't control hair? I don't know. I, you know, like, what else do you, like, you know? That's just where hair goes when you're in the shower. Exactly. These are the real questions. Architects get on this. Plumbing people get on this. Yeah. We don't have the answers, but we hope you will. We hope you will. And also, when the power goes out, what do you do at home? Nothing. You can't do anything. You lose your refrigerator. All your food. All your food spoils. You've got meats that have been freezing for a while. They're all bad. Throw them away. And then you have to go to the grocery store again. So here's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Just like for the future. This is what I want. Okay. Just sustainability. Yes. That's isn't that what we're all striving for? Yeah. We all we just want sustainable energy and sustainable products. Mm-hmm. And we what and consumer culture needs to go. Speaking of sustainable products, you know how they have diva cups yes. for menstruation. I have one. I love them. Oh, amazing. I saw one that now has like a little loop at the end. So I you can saw pull it that. like a tampon string. Yeah. Amazing. I I wonder how. Like, how much, um, the cup must be smaller to compensate for the yeah. stringy thing. I don't really know, but that was just something exciting that I saw today. Innovation, man. Designed period, by women, too. Period innovation has, like, skyrocketed in the last few years, I feel like. I Which, feel like, thank God. Thank God. I'm done, I'm done shoving a piece of cotton on my... And then, and then getting your supposed to toxic sock... To- <laughs> toxic sock syndrome! <laughs> your socks... They're toxic now. Wash that shit. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. Periods, do they just get rid of them? Get rid of them. Yeah. But. Back to the superpowers and storms, though. Oh. I would love that. Yes. Don't know how we got. I don't either, really. But that's okay. It was a great journey we went on. Thank you. Along with storms. So, this morning, it stormed. Yes. And I. It's raining here. Yeah. I was going to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. And so I packed up all my stuff. And it's, like, downpouring. And so I walk over to the gym, and they closed it again because of COVID. Makes sense. Yeah. So then I was like, what can I do? 
So I went home and I threw my yoga mat down on my balcony and then I just sat there and the rain was still going and then the thunder entered. I was like, now would be a really good time to meditate. And so this kid that was in one of my classes last year, he told me, he meditates every day. He told me, this is how he sees it. He's sitting on top of a mountain and he has thoughts and they're clouds, but he just watches them go by and doesn't really try to grab onto them. So you can like have your thoughts and then just want, like let them go mm-hmm. and then just keep doing that and just sitting there on his mountain. I love that. I recently have been like really into like me being a like I am a, a woman of science. Oh, I am a woman of science, which leads to me being a like full blown cynic sometimes. Naturally. Like, yeah. But recently, like with everything with COVID and everything that's going on, I've been really into like this idea of like mindfulness and like manifestation and stuff. Yes. Like, Especially the idea of just, like, putting out good energy or, like, good things into the world. Not that you're going to get it all back, but is hopes that some of that will come back to you. So yeah. it's, like, if the majority of what you're putting out is good, eventually you will get more, in good, like, good in coming back to you. Mm-hmm. And then also I was listening to a podcast today, and they were talking about, so, like, you know, Buddhism is, like, the center of, like, mindfulness and, like, meditating, yeah. like, kind of so they were talking about in Buddhism there's like two there's the ultimate truth and the relative truth and like the ultimate truth is that kind of like nothing matters like this is all just like an illusion of reality or blah 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 but then like the relative truth like there's a reason for like the bad things that happen in your life and Mm -hmm. it's like a combination of both that create like the reality we see wow which I think is really interesting because I think there's truth to both of like the fact that granted like we are just I am just one small person in this speck of a universe, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, so my actions really don't matter. No, I'm just a mind in a body on a rock floating through space. Exactly. But I also feel like if you want to, like, you know, if you only stick with the ultimate truth, which is, like, the, like, nothing matters, like, then your life really has no meaning. And it's like, if you... And then why why are you living? Exactly. And it's like, you can have that, like, mindset, but realize that, like, I have value to my own experiences and I'm experiencing everything around me for my own benefit so like even the bad things that happen are teaching me to do better things or to live my life a different way and that's how growth happens yeah. too I think I think it's really interesting mm-hmm. and as someone who is like like the in past years I would have if me a couple years ago would sit here and think I don't need to meditate I don't need to like do or be like whatever yeah. I just like live my life I do my thing yeah, yeah. but like I feel like Especially now, like, being in college and being, like, with everything going on and so many choices to, like, take or paths to take, it's, like, really important to sit there and, like, be, like, what do I actually want? Or, like, what is, like, the experience I want to have? And, like, just being, not, just, like, making sure that, like, your inner, like, you know, everyone goes through stuff. Like, so, like, the stuff you're going through isn't being projected onto the people around you. Yeah. And then, like, you know, that's when bad things start to happen, I think. My like biggest takeaway from being mindful about myself and my actions my biggest lesson that I've learned is just to be nice just because Mm -hmm. like you don't know what's going on in other people's days ever like no matter how close you are to them you know they don't have to tell you everything and so why put your why project your problems onto someone else and it's okay if you do on accident. Like, we're just human beings. Yeah, everyone does it. But then recognize it and say, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. I am dealing with something myself. You don't need to know. But this is why I acted that way. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change. Yes. 
No, I think that's, like, and, like, yeah, everyone messes up. Everyone, like, says something that they didn't mean to to someone they care about or whatever. You know, it happens. And it's, like, the fact that if you can sit down and, like, think of, okay, well, why did I say this? And, like, what it really wasn't the other person. It was me projecting how I was feeling onto them. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, really important. I think, like, the whole idea of, like, mindfulness and, like, manifestation and, like, you know, can all be boiled down to just, like, trying to be the best to the people around you and to yourself. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Like, because if you're, like, one, if you're, like, sitting there, like, I always think, we were talking about this the other day. If you talk about, like, granted, this is, like, not, like, sharing, talking to a friend, being, like, I'm having this issue, like, what's going, like, can we talk about it? But if you're just sitting there talking about all the bad things, if you're talking about everything that, like, irks you or everything that, like, you hate to see in the world all the time, you're giving, like, power to that yes. that thing. So, like, the more you speak about it, the more power you give it. So it's, like, if you change that and you talk about the things you love or the things you enjoy and love to see, you're giving power to those things mm-hmm. instead of the the bad things in your life, right. you know? and just putting more of your energy towards those positive things. Yeah. Today I was reading this poetry book that I got thrifting yesterday. It's called Reflections. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, if you are giving to receive you're doing it wrong but mm-hmm. if you're giving just to give then you will you will be receiving mm-hmm. and I loved that I like that a lot yeah I think that's the perfect way to think about it I think I always think too if like there's a I mean you encounter people in your life who will do things for you and then like the next time like say like say just for example like someone picks you up from somewhere because you don't have your car or like you can't drive or whatever Mm -hmm. and then like the next time like they ask for a ride or you're busy they're like well I did this for you and it's like then it like it causes kind of like an uh, anger between you two there's a conflict for what exactly and so it's like if you're just like yeah you're my friend of course I'm going to pick you up or whatever like then it's like there's no expectation and like the next time like the person will be like if they can like give back to you in some way and they're like of course I can there's no like whatever and also just the thought that people come into your lives and they serve their purpose and then they can leave and recognizing that you can grow from that instead of just mourning over the loss of someone who left your life I think is really that's a big one I feel like especially like in this stage of our lives like college early 20s it's like we meet so many people so many people come in and out of your life and instead of like instead of you know if someone leaves your life in a bad way, like a breakup or something, mm-hmm. like, you know, you want to have those memories of you two together when it was, like, happy and enjoyable instead of, like, dwelling on the breakup or the bad things yeah. that happen. It's, like, you want to appreciate the memories you have without, like... 100%, because I think learning to love is a lifelong lesson. You know, something that you don't just pick up, you grow upon and learn from. And so, yeah, that's big. Mm -hmm. And it's not like just, like, one day you decide, like, oh, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, if, like, someone hurt you, like, obviously it takes a while. Like, you go – it's, like, a day-by-day thing or Mm -hmm. hour-by-hour. It's, like, how do I feel about this person now? And it's, like, if you realize that, like, you're feeling bad, it's, like, oh, well, can I correct this in some way? But other times it's really important just to sit there and feel those feelings and then the next time try and, you know. I'm a huge fan of – crying Mm -hmm. I think that releases endorphins people don't cry enough and we like try and hide it for some reason but it's supposed to happen yes like there's a reason why every person on this planet when they get sad they cry it's a universal thing yeah you know I think crying in public should be more acceptable 
I think that's just something I stand by. I would have to agree. Because people are living their own lives, having their own emotions. If they need a release, they should be able to wherever without judgment. Yeah. And also, I don't know, just smiling at people more. Yeah. And I know that, okay, being a woman and stuff, like, you don't owe anyone a smile. No one owes anyone a smile. However, I think it's nice. Yeah. Especially, like, you you go to, like, other places, like, you know, like, northern Michigan, where, like, you know, like, smaller towns are, like, just, like, people always just, like, smile to people on the street. But then, like, you come to, like, a, like, a cities and, like, no one looks at each other and, like, no one, like, I don't know, it's, like, not like it takes a lot out of you to smile at someone and just kind of be, like, I'm acknowledging that you exist and that we've crossed paths. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's like, all I want. It doesn't have to be a conversation or anything. It's just, like, hi, I'm, I see you in the world. Yeah. As, like, broad and, like, abstract as that sounds. It's but... not. It's so simple. It's just, hi. Mm-hmm. We're in the same space. The least I can do is acknowledge your presence. Exactly. No, I agree. And especially, like, who knows? Like, maybe, like, you'll run into that person again and they'll be like, oh, wow. I, like, it'll be like, oh, I remember you or, like, whatever. Things could lead. It, possibilities are endless. Yeah. I just really like how in, honestly, the past few months are our collective view on life has shifted towards this more positive way of thinking. Yeah. That's, what, what was that show? Oh, The Midnight Gospel. The Midnight Gospel. Highly recommend it. Yeah. It's, like, an animated podcast. It takes, like, clips from this guy's, like, real podcast and, like, animates them into this, like, weird, obscure show. But, like, the top, if you get past the weird, trippy animation and, like, the, the story that they're telling beyond the podcast... Um, it's really cool. He talks about some really cool, like, stuff about manifestation and meditation and mindfulness that's, like, that sounds so obscure, but, like, if you break it down and boil it down to, like, how you can use it in your everyday life, it's really cool. And also talking about death. I love talking about it. I think I've been also doing a lot of reading about it, and it's just as, so we have, like, two major events in our lives. We're born and we die. Mm -hmm. But... We welcome birth. We should also welcome death. I think we shouldn't be afraid of it. You know, it's something that's going to happen. And so every day I just try to be happy, you know, that I get another day. Yeah. And what what can I do with my day? Yeah. No, I think that's a great way to... Because, like, if you're approaching every day with being like, this is a new day for me to do whatever you want or whatever I want, like... You'll be able to, like, do great things or, like, do the things you want to do that fulfill you and stuff. Which is really easy to say, not having a ton of responsibilities right now. But even when I did, it's so simple to just fit in moments of reflection or finding just a little bit of time for yourself. Yeah. Even if it's just, like, sitting on the floor in the shower and, like, thinking about your day or, like, listening to, like, that song that you wanted to listen to all day Mm kind of thing. I've always, like, I've never been, like, death has never been, like, a scary thing for me. I don't know if it's, like, the nihilist in me that's just, like, whatever, nothing, you know, I do matters and blah, 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 blah. But, like, that's never, like, so, like, it's always, but I've always also, as, like, a depressed teenager been, like, whatever, I'm not going to make it past 30. But, like, now my view has shifted, kind of, and I'm, like, okay, maybe I will. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's, like, how can I make this time that I'm here something I will enjoy Mm -hmm. instead of, like, doing what 
others want me yes. what I think others want me to do that's exactly where my thought was leading to mm-hmm. I think like when you stop living your life for other people and living it for yourself as much as that is just like a big cliche like it really changes it does and expectations I've like had expectations put on me and yeah there are things that are great but the expectations that I put on upon myself and can follow through with I come out mm-hmm. even better than just doing it for someone else. We should never do anything for anyone else in a in that sort of sense. Yeah, in a life altering, like, yeah, career like passion wise. You know, I totally agree. I always like, and it's always, and it's always like the ex- expectations you think other people have for you that you put on yourself. So it's like I like. Like, just broadly, my parents want, like, if my parents think I should do this, or I think my parents want me to do this, so then I'm going to do it. It's like, you're not really doing it for you, and so Mm -hmm. it's like, you put these, and you're not enjoying it. So you're putting these, like, harder and harder expectations on yourself, and, like, just, like, your biggest critic then becomes yourself. Right. When you should be, like, your biggest supporter. Exactly. Wow. That was good. Thank you. Right off the tip of the old noggin here. (laughs) You know, just, just you, spewing the good, the good thoughts to Thoughts. You know, I was, like, I woke up today and I was, like, I want to talk about, like, this mindfulness and stuff. Like, I even was sitting there talking with my mom. Granted, like, everyone has been going through a lot of changes in their lives because of COVID. It's hard to adjust. It's mm-hmm. hard to, like, how do you, like, how do I make my life in this, like, constricting time? But yeah. it's, like, how, how do you navigate this all of this uncertainty because the thing is we don't know where it's leading either exactly and it, I was talking to her and I was like you know because she was like telling me she was like or like just like struggling with things I was like just find something anything it could be anything you can do just to like make you happy and do something for you mm-hmm. you know and like she texted me and then she was like I bought a violin to start learning violin again and I was like so happy for her yeah. to like see just like that change and like I kind of felt like wow, that was me putting good back, like, out into the world and, like, me receiving good in the form that, like, I could help my mom in that yeah, way. Yeah, because that feels so good. It feels, when you when you do something for your parents, it's, like, so cool because you're, like, especially now I'm an sort of an adult, right. you know? Still a little dependent, but not really. Yeah, so, like, being sort of an adult, like, kind of, like, helping them in a way when they've helped me all my life, it's, like, wow. Yeah. Crazy stuff. When does your journal get here? Okay, so I ordered a journal because I wanted to start journaling, and it was supposed to come today, and I think something happened. I don't know. Amazon will, like, call me instead of just, like, dropping packages at my front door, and it's like, I don't want to talk on the phone ever. No. Unless I'm calling you to talk on the phone, I will not pick up my phone. <laughs> and I got a number calling me today that I didn't know and I didn't pick up, so it might have been the Amazon people, oh. but so it will be here tomorrow, I okay. hope. Because I really do want to start journaling. Because I've been enjoying it so much. Yeah, because you, like, started back up doing it, too. Mm -hmm. And I found myself... So, the way I journaled before I got back into it was around this time last year, I was going through a lot of big changes. I was transferring schools. And I would really just, like, sum up my day Mm -hmm. and not reflect. Yeah. And now I'll look at something and I'll write about it. Or I'll feel something and then I'll write about Mm -hmm. it. And it doesn't explain anything sometimes I'll just write down passing thoughts and it feels so good yeah to just get them out there well the, that's the biggest thing about journaling is like writing it is only half the battle the, like you learn the most about yourself when you go back and read what you wrote yeah you know because that's like that's part of the reflection part of it it's like figuring out like looking back at like what you were feeling or how you were feeling that and like 
how you dealt with it and like was that productive like in the hindsight you know it's I think that's like one of the biggest things of journaling too and also it's like every thought I have isn't big enough or like relevant for me to come and like sit down and have a conversation with you about it or like something like like how I'm feeling about like because sometimes like I know it's stupid I'm feeling this because my mind is it likes to check me all the time yeah like you you think you're happy let's let's not you know and then like when you write it all down and then like go back and look at it it's like okay this wasn't a big issue it's just like they're like factors you know and then like you can identify those later yeah but also make sure that you know you're not invalidating your old self because that's the biggest thing too is yeah that wasn't the best way I could have handled it but with everything else going on I did what I could that's true. I didn't even think about invalidating your old self. I guess I meant more in, like, a way of, like, looking at how you approach things and yeah. how you approach things now. Like, oh, even I think it's just so few, cool. Dude, I remember when I, in high school when I broke up with my boyfriend, I remember writing in this, like, ugly journal. I was telling you this, like, just, like, I write like I'm, like, a dramatic, like, fiction writer, like, rom-com. My whole mind is a movie script, and I'm just, like, over-dramatizing all this. And, like, it's so, it's, like... Fun to, like, like, because it's something like that. It's just, like, funny to look back and see how much you've grown, you know? And it's, like, when, in, like, my, in my head, I still feel like I'm only, like, 18, you know, or, like, whatever. But in reality, I'm not, and I'm growing up, and it's actually kind of weird. But so cool. So cool. Growing up in a productive way. Yeah. So cool. Who knew? Who knew it could happen? Not me. I honestly, I don't know where I'm going, but. But I'm joining the ride. That's all that matters. That's literally, that has been my motto this since March. Whatever. I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever, but I'll do good things for me. Yes. The whatever has a little asterisk. The, the whatever includes the good things for me. Yeah. Yes. No, I totally agree. But I think we're good for tonight. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you all for joining in for another this was a very mindful and very insightful episode. Yeah, I didn't really expect us to, to get here, but I'm glad we are. I hope anything that we said makes sense. and I hope it maybe helps or maybe. gives you another idea of how to approach life. Yeah, these are just and our experiences. And you know what? If you do decide to buy crystals, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Keep your crystals to yourself. Keep your crystals to yourself. All right. Bye. Bye.